Welcome to show 40 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Today we're talking about fitted diapers with Heather from Lily and Frank Diapers. Lily and Frank is a BC-based cloth diaper company. She makes her diapers out of her home studio with the help of a few friends. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a somewhat regular show dedicated to everything cloth diapering. We talk with cloth diaper brands, manufacturers, reps, retailers, and parents from around the world. Welcome back. I am so excited for the third show of 2020 and to really have my boots on the ground and going. My name is Bailey. I am a mama of two and the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. If you've never met me before or you don't follow me online, go find me at, at Cloth Diaper Podcast. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a place where we talk about cloth diapering, not only about the basics, but other bigger overarching topics that come through. If there's something that you want to talk about, feel free to reach out whenever. Cloth diapering is a weird, crazy passion of mine. My kids are no longer in diapers, but I did spend the last three to four years writing about cloth diapers, doing videos about cloth diapers, and just everything cloth diaper. How many times can you say cloth diaper in a sentence before it's getting a little bit crazy? In this journey of cloth diapering, we I have developed a couple, I guess, cloth diaper celebrities in my head. So, you know, people who own cloth diaper stores or brands who you admire because they are just doing an amazing job killing it. One of this person, one of these people is Heather. Heather has joined me today on the Cloth Diaper Podcast to share her story as the mama behind Lily and Frank. And I'm a little bit starstruck, to be honest, and was thrilled to receive her email slide into my inbox about wanting to be on the show and talk about her brand. We recorded this episode back in November of 2019, and I can't wait for you to listen. Enjoy. So you, Heather Seguin, um, you have Lily and Frank diapers and you're based in Langley, right? Yes. We and are in 10 years ago. Your sister-in-law, your sister just brought diapers over one day when you had a four month old. I just decided, Hey, I'm going to start cloth diapering from there. If I did that to my sister, she would be like, you're nuts. <laughs> well maybe that was kind of like after the whole with our first we kind of like got introduced to the whole like we had our babies with the midwives and then after that okay. I started thinking about like just more like organic and natural and just kind of thinking about all of those things that you may have thought about before but to another level now because now you have this like tiny human being right so it's kind of crazy how that happens yeah yes, exactly you're like why this was because you're t- you take care of yourself so you think you would think about it for just own self-care but it's really when you when I had at least my first child that all of that stuff kind of really started surfacing and I started really just thinking about it so yeah so my sister kind of just popped in and she brought some like pockets I think it was like some fuzzy buns and I had a uh-huh. couple maybe it was like a bun genius so she just started showing me and I, I had never like seen cloth diapers before I hadn't been thinking about it prior but she showed me and I was like immediately interested because I I love the fact that it was like natural mm-hmm. that was my first thing and then my next thing was just like oh you can reuse these you can wash them and so just also the environmental factors pretty awesome to have your sister like on board on your team for it it is it is it is definitely nice when you get into it if you have like a close friend or a sister who is cloth diapering and you guys can like harsh geek out about it together (laughs) (laughs) well that's why i think right we see like you have facebook community right and 
a lot of brands have Facebook communities as these great spaces. Yes. And so we can, and so moms will come, you know, will post pictures of their diapers arriving. And I remember that feeling so well and uh, pictures of their babies wearing them. And it's also, we'd like chat about other stuff. It's actually a really great little place in there, but yeah, it's nice when you have that group of people who share that common interest. Yeah. So from pocket diapers, were you always, were you a seamstress before diapers, before babies Uh, or self-taught seamstress? I am a self-taught seamstress. That is the name of the game. I don't think I have talked to any work-at-home mamas who were previously seamstresses. No. It's just kind of something that they, I don't know, find in motherhood, oddly. No, self-taught. That as far as like technical sewing education goes, but the internet has so (laughs) much to offer in uh, resources and teaching. Anything you basically want to learn, you can go and start looking up. And that's basically uh, how I learned to sew cloth diapers was strictly self-taught YouTube videos and looking stuff up on the internet. Even 10 years ago, 2010, Yes, I know, right? I even think about like computers back then. I'm like, wow, what was I, what was it like to search that stuff? Why did you explore that then? Like, why was that something you decided to do? It kind of evolved over time as cloth diapering does. So we started out with pockets and that worked really well and stuff. And we we, we didn't dive in fully to cloth diapering like 100% right away. It took a little while for me to get my husband on board because he's like, okay, I wasn't expecting this. Just kind of came out of left field, but he did, you know, eventually get there. So we did cloth part-time and uh, with the pocket diapers, I couldn't quite find something that worked really well at night for us. Mm -hmm. So we kind of did like half and half. So it wasn't until I was expecting my third baby that I found the world of fitteds online because I would cruise the there's all sorts of different places it was diaper swappers at the time do you remember that is that still open I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) So I'm that old. (laughs) That long ago when diaper swappers was a thing and you would go there, but yeah, I found fitteds and I found newborn fitteds and because we never cloth diapered right from the beginning with our previous children. That's about seven years, four four years ago, five years ago. Yeah. So I, I sold my first diaper when Autumn was five months old. Okay. So I found Fitteds, tried a couple different like little brands and stuff. Most of them were out of the States and I heard about wool and I was like, okay, what's this whole thing? (laughs) So I I know I was like, "Mm, I'm not sure about that, but I bought some little wool covers, but I still kept all my pole diapers just in case. And so we started cloth diapering with Fitteds and wool and I was totally in love. I was just, it took it to another level for me. They were just really, really cute. And with the wool and with the fitteds, we could finally cloth diaper at nighttime. So with the sewing that came about because I could only find fitted cloth diaper brands in the States. Yeah. Not a lot of options. No, there weren't a lot of options in Canada. So I kind of poked around and I did find a few wounds, but the the wait lists were like really long. And Autumn was my only slender baby, but she was a little baby. She had like little no bum, little no thighs. Like she was (laughs) tiny. So finding a fitted, because you know, fitted, they're, you know, they're a good size. They're a pretty, they can be a bigger diaper. So that's why you've got the petite, hey? 
Yes. So that's where the petite came in because I could only find one brand that worked. But yeah, more or less, it was a combination of, I was like, hey, you know, these wait lists are long. Autumn's kind of a hard fit. Maybe I could make her cloth diapers. And so that's kind of what started that. Okay, Uh, that's a little bit crazy. So how old is Autumn right now? She's she'll be seven in March. Okay, because I was thinking I I've owned a couple of your diapers like secondhand and they are really good quality. So for somebody who just learned to sew seven years ago. <laughs> and that would have been I had owned a diaper three years ago. So four years in, like that's an incredible skill to have learned, Heather. That was a portion of the passion behind it, the sewing. Because when I started, I started doing it and then I realized how much I loved doing it. And I was like, oh, okay. So, and then when I started sewing, I would literally put my kids to bed, put Autumn to bed, and then I would come downstairs in my basement and I would just sew and practice and practice. And I liked it so much. And I knew that there was not a lot of fitted options in Canada. I basically was just like, okay, if you, if you practice enough, it would you get to a place where people might like to buy these type things. So what made you decide to go from making them for Autumn to selling them at Lily and Frank? I would say that that came from, for me, once I had switched over to fitteds, it was finally a space where uh, I was able to cloth diaper 100% of the time. I really loved the way that fitteds worked. And I just thought that that other moms would enjoy this type of diaper too. So mm-hmm. all there's all sorts of different cloth diapers. They're all wonderful in their own ways. They serve all sorts of families and work for all sorts of different people. But for me, I was like, this is its own kind of cloth diaper. And I feel like other people would really maybe love it too. And I enjoyed it so much. For me, it was the prints and the Mm -hmm. designs. I enjoyed that aspect of it so much that to me, it just took the enjoying cloth diaper to another level. Like it made you want to do it because you had these really super cute little diapers that you could put on your baby. Yeah. So here you are seven years later. You don't even have a kid in diapers anymore. No, I know. You're still making diapers, still (laughs) out of the basement. You have a couple of seamstresses or one seamstress who helps you out right now? No, we have, we're actually a team of four. Oh, four. Okay, yeah. so I definitely haven't checked in recently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, the, we, it's four almost. The only person who doesn't work full-time is Jen, but Colleen is our full-time seamstress. And then we have Lori, who's also full-time. She does all the assembling. She helps me. She writes all the orders. She helps me with shipping. Jen is almost full-time. She does all of our snapping. We yeah. hand press all of our snaps. So that is a full-time job in that seems to be a common job description for a lot of brands. Yes, yes. Snapper, yeah. one person who snaps all the diapers. Yeah. All does all the snapping. And then there's me who obviously works full time. But I still do. I'm in production and uh, I still do all the surging and I actually really like it. That job. Like the so I, it's been my last one that I'm not ready to hand over because it's something that I actually really, I find it very therapeutic to be at my now industrial sewing machine and sit there and, and sew. But as I 
you know, move towards hoping to get out to go and teach more and educate more, I, you know, I might have to finally hand that over. But for now, it's still mine. That's really amazing that you now have a staff of pretty much four full time and yourself. No, four with yourself. It's four with myself. Yeah. With so. And that, that ensures that like, cause I was on your website and it looks like you actually have a lot of diapers in stock. Yeah. So that, and that was one of the, when I started the business, I wanted to be able to create a store. We could sew enough and produce enough that people would be able to go. And if they wanted to purchase, you know, if they wanted to build a whole stash in that very second, they could. But yeah. to always have to always have some product in stock because if you know if you want something and you go to the store and it's not there, it that's kind of yeah. And honestly, it's been a struggle when it comes to looking at fitted cloth diapers. Has been like I don't have a lot of patience for waiting. So yeah. it's really nice to see that you have product in store. Like you just go to lillianfrank.com and buy a diaper. And so you've got four sizes now. You've introduced a toddler, a one size, a petite, and a newborn. Yes, I know. It's funny because it's like one size, but is it really? No, not really. It's kind of, we have the four sizes because obviously newborns, they just fit tiny yeah. baby they just, you have to have them. And then the petite, those are for our slender, like our more lean babies, like how Autumn was. She wore those right to potty learning, like okay. the whole, you know, two and a half. So and it's like a one size fits most small diaper kind of? Yeah. Maybe? So that's a good, yeah. So it has the fold over rise, like the one size and the toddler. So you can adjust the rise and the, you know, the fit as your baby grows, but it is an overall smaller cut. So it's an inch shorter in the rise than our one size. Okay. And a shorter wing. So it's just a, a smaller trimmer fit. And then the classic one size shape. And then you've introduced a toddler and what's that, what's that weight range? 20. So 20. Yeah. The rate, the weight range on that one is 20 to 60 pounds. Okay. So we made that one for our babies with longer rises, our toddlers, our children, you know, young children who are still you know, potty learning that are a little bit older and stuff. So well, I would have had a, like a 20 pounder by six months. So that would have been oh, really? right? like, so that sounds like a good, better choice. Oh yeah. I make beast of children. Oh, do you? Yeah. See, Autumn, my other two were super chubby, but she threw me for a loop. She was like, she was 20 pounds at a year. Oh yeah. Okay. See, yeah, like some so children crazy on what they decide to grow or what they don't decide to grow. So looking at all these diapers, most of them, you also have the choice between surged and turned. I am yeah. often as a consumer confused about what that means, what that means to me. Like, how do I know which one I need? Does it matter? It all basically comes down to preference on on that one. So a surge diaper is basically we take the layers of the diaper and um, we use a machine called a serger. And what it does is it cuts the fabric and it loops a thread edge on the edging at the same time. Okay. So you have that thread edge all the way around. It, it creates kind of a nice little ruffle. And then the thread has a little pop of color or it's blended in. The turn diapers is basically it's you sew the diaper right sides together. Then you flip it inside out and you, the elastics go in in the second stage of that one. But then it's basically top stitch. So it has a smooth fabric edge 
some people, I do find that the turn diapers are maybe like, a, the surge diapers are the trimmest for sure. But some people love turned because the thread sometimes on the surge, they don't, like if babies have like maybe really chubby thighs or when they really start to move and they're learning to walk, it can rub a bit. So sometimes they'll just opt for, for the turn. And sometimes people just pick them purely on the aesthetics of what that diaper looks like oh. and what they prefer. So some, there's not a whole lot of rhyme or reason, just sometimes there is it's basically just the the turn can be it's a softer edge but both work exactly the same okay so how do i know if i need just a regular fitted or a hybrid actually the only thing that differs in each design is in the shell the inserts are the same and the boosters are the same so fitteds have organic bamboo fleece sewn into the shell which is the absorbent material that we use in our diapers and then hybrid has a polyester fleece in the shell which acts like a mild well, a liquid barrier. So when the liquid hits it, the pee hits it, it kind of just disperses it a bit and makes it so that the, the shell, the outer one, um, doesn't get damp as fast. Okay. So it just kind of, it can get, it can buy you a little bit more time before the diaper actually feels damp. That's then, really, really useful for people who like wool full time. Yeah, it's great. I mean, both fitteds work well with wool too. So they are, the and the fitteds are actually, even though they can get uh, damp in the wet zone faster because they don't have that dispersing thing, they're actually more absorbent than a hybrid because polyester fleece is not absorbent, bamboo fleece is. So okay. that's why for our OBD diapers for nights, where we always make them fitted so Gosh. that, because they are the most absorbent material to use. Okay. Okay. That makes a little bit of sense for sure. I've always wondered why, I mean, the plethora of options when it comes to fitted diapers can feel a little bit dizzying, but that's why people can just message you on here, on your website, right? Or drop into your group to find out. I'm sure that you've got lots of people who can help support you in finding a diaper that works. Hey? Yes. So we have our our online, our Facebook chat has lots of files and videos and lots of mamas who are seasoned in fitted diapers and are always eager to help someone who is new. All the products that you make here, what's your favorite one to make? Mine is a fitted, printed fitted diaper or any kind of fitted diaper. I just really love how those materials go through my machine and they are the floppiest softest diaper you'll ever feel they're just are you responsible for picking out all these prints and finding the matching inner colors here yeah so that's i look for the prints and designs online and i'm kind of just keeping in mind as as i'm building kind of pre-seeing what they would look like in the end but yes i pick all the fabrics and then the the fabrics are cut here into diapers and then my team pulls cvs and snap thread and then we Basically, they they we sometimes work together on it just with the picking and just to get the design finalized. Yeah, as I, people are listening somewhere randomly, um, I'm just on Lillian Frank's website and she has done some really great jobs here. Like your color combos are nice. I like it. Yeah, thank you. That is uh, definitely an aspect of the job that I really enjoy is picking the fabrics. And then, uh, we put a lot of time and thought to which thread and which snap is going to complement each print and design the Uh, nicest. You can definitely tell, definitely tell. All right. So what about absorbency when it comes to your diapers? So I see that some of them, when you go to order, you can order just a diaper or you need to also order a booster for a regular daytime, just a diaper and nighttime for a booster. 
Yeah, so you put the booster option there because just, you know, babies output, you know, some kids are heavy wetters, some kids are, uh, the output is less. So the option is there for the heavy wetting babies, or if you want to add a booster to your diaper, that's just going to match that you want to use for night. So for me with Autumn, she never needed to use a booster during the day. She just always wore the cloth diaper. And then we would use the booster, for instance, if we were like going out to the park or naps or bedtime type thing. We also have tons of customers who like to use the booster with every single diaper change. So many of them will opt to always buy the matching booster just to have it there. Oh yeah, because the booster has a little bit of the print on it, hey? Yeah, we do the print on, We you can also order just velour topped if you don't want the print, um, oh. or you can order the print topped. So what you're saying is I can customize anything I want. Yeah. yeah. Lillian Frank. Well, it's great if you dipped into like our fabric groups and uh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) we have our fabric groups where it's like uh, custom ordering in like a group setting. And um, we also have, uh, you can send in your own fabric and have a diaper made if there's something that's really, you know, just resonates with you and you want to have a diaper made in specific print. We've made all sorts of special things for families. So the sky is the limit. Hey, it really is. Yeah, we do. We do have a a, definitely a few options for our customers when they're building their diaper stashes. Where can people find shop with you, find you on Facebook? What is all those details if you're listening? Yeah. So we have a couple different spots. You can find us on Instagram. Um, We do quite a few posts there we do giveaways there and that is at lily dot and dot frank we have our facebook business page lily and frank uh we have our chat group on facebook oh yeah we also have i wanted to talk about we have a buy sell trade so on facebook because i really believe in trying to reuse items and um, i built my whole cloth diaper stash mostly on pre-loved diapers so it's i think there's it's really important we have that i promote that so there is we have our buy sell trade on facebook it's a great place to um if you just want to try one at first you're not sure you don't want to buy brand new that is a great way to try before you, if you know, before you buy new, if you want to go that route or build a whole stash with secondhand, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's that. And then, uh, and then our fabric group. So there's, we have multiple places on Facebook where you can find us. And then of course our website at, uh, it's just lilyandfrank.com. Yeah. If you just, if you're on Facebook, if you write Lily ampersand Frank, I guess you'll come across the buy, sell trade and the chat groups. I definitely enjoyed buying. I found Lillian Frank diapers secondhand here in town and I really enjoyed it. And so it was nice to be able to try a product to see if it met my needs. Yes. And then I didn't have any, like sometimes I know I've bought diapers from other brands and then I spent a ton of money on it and it didn't work. And then I had a little bit of resentment. So it's always great. (laughs) Yes. And it's, and we always like encourage when with new customers too, I always say, I'm like, just try, if you're unsure, I'm, I'm always here and happy to answer any questions that customers have regarding fit, absorbency materials, but it's like, just try one, you know, like just try one petite try one, one size, see how you like the fit, see how you like the absorbency, try another. Yeah. And then then once you kind of, you'll develop your own preference and then you can build from there. 
Yeah. Some people really love that fitted lifestyle. And it seems to be something that had worked out really well for you with Autumn. And it's funny to hear that you came into fitted diapers after two children on your third. I know. I know. I always, I, I, yeah, it's, it is funny how it kind of, it evolved over, over time like that. And that was the one, cause it was three children because with fitteds, you know, the people always ask us, do you have to use a cover? And the answer is yes and no. Like, yes, a cover is needed. Yeah, right? Yes, That's about my least favorite thing about cloth diapering. The answer is always yes and no. And no, yeah, because they're, they're, so, they're so cute. They're like, well, I just want to put a t-shirt on my baby and I want them to just run around with that cute little bum showing. I'm like, of course. They are absorbent enough that you can do that. And that's why we have pictures of all sorts of babies just wearing cloth diapers and no cover on them because they are able to go coverless for a period of time. Yeah. So yes, you don't need a cover all the time, but you do need a cover <laughs> for naps, bedtime, long car rides. You know, if you're going out in a place where you really, you need it to be waterproof hundred percent, you need a cover, but you can, there's many babies living their best lives in just a diaper and no cover or, you know, at home and outside in the warm weather. The unknowns, do whatever works for you really at the end of the day. Yeah. such a starstruck moment for me to be able to chat with Heather on the phone about her cloth diapering journey. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did and go check out her brand. She makes a top-notch amazing product that I think anybody would love to own or have or try or whatever those words are. If you're looking for the show notes for today's episode, they can always be found at clothdiaperpodcast.com. This particular episode is forward slash show dash 40 or find me on Instagram or Facebook and just ask. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a independent podcast. We are online at clothdiaperpodcast.com like I mentioned and our stories are fueled by people like you. So if you would like to be on the Cloth Diaper Podcast, feel free to send me a message, a DM, but specifically an email and we can hook that up. I can't wait for the next series of shows and I'll see you next week or the week after. Bye.